Welcome, everyone, to episode 503 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Corey. Today's topic is going to be uh, a series, anyway, that's very near and dear to uh, mine and Corey's hearts, especially, uh, but also Eric. Um, it's going to be Elden Ring. So Elden Ring is the newest From Software game. It's uh, it's open world this time, as opposed to, you know, a little more linear, like like the Dark, the other Soulsborne games. Um, so yeah, that's going to be our main topic. I, I can't wait to talk about it. Uh, I've played a ton over the past week, as I'm sure you have, Corey. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be a meaty episode, I guess you could say, because uh, we have a couple other games we want to talk about. Uh, I, we'll talk about Pokemon Legends Arceus, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. may, maybe give first impressions for Triangle Strategy. Um, but we also have to fill you in on, on our weeks. Uh, it's been months since you've gotten an update on our personal lives, and it's been uh, rather nutty, at least on my end. So <laughs> a, lot, a lot of stuff to catch up on. So Indeed. All right. Let's get into Elden Ring. Corey, thoughts so far on Elden Ring? We, now, we haven't talked a ton about this game, just a little bit. Uh, in our group chat, so. Um, so it's a wonderful game. It's a fantastic game. I'll just get that out of the, say that out of the gate. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's, if, especially if you were a fan of any of the Souls games, Bloodborne, Dark Souls, um, I never played Demon Souls, but, um, I know there's a lineage there. Mm -hmm. So if you're into that style of game, if you like that style of game, I should say, you're going to love this game. Um, but, and I think it's partly my own expectations. I've been waiting for this game since we first heard about it. What, like three, four years ago, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Um, so highly anticipated for me. I would, I'm pretty sure I put it at my most anticipated game of the year. Um, so it's was fighting against those expectations and in many ways it did meet those expectations, but what it hasn't really done is surprised me in right. any way. Um, it's it's I don't want to say over reliant on the Dark Souls formula, but I think I was expecting something a little different. Yeah, um, because it is very much a Dark Souls game. And I played Dark Souls one and beat it, played Dark Souls two and beat it, played Dark Souls three and beat it. Mm -hmm. Some of them I played twice and beat. Um, you know, I'm a big fan, but I think because of that, I was hoping for this fourth version of the game. There would be a little bit something a little bit more innovative and new with their formula that would kind of mix things up a little bit and, and keep it interesting. And I think, you know, in their mind, the open world um, side of it is that new and interesting, fun thing. But for me, the open world... So when you play Dark Souls, you're constantly retreading the same ground, right? Mm -hmm. um, because you try something and you die and you need to try it again or you need to go get your... Your, uh, it's normally souls, but in this game it's rune, which runes, which are your ex experience um, that you lose if you die twice without picking them up. Um, so when you're constantly retreading that ground because you die, it makes the open world side of it a little less entertaining mm -hmm. um, because you're already running over that same ground multiple times, and then to make it make the open world part of it to like run around and pick up items or farm certain um, bosses or anything like that. I don't know. It just, it seems discordant to me. 
Um, and and you can tell my thoughts aren't like fully formed about it yet because there's so much of the game I still haven't seen. Yeah, it, it's have, huge. Have, it's massive. I have um, maybe at this point, and I don't even know because it's hard to see what's obscured in the map and what's water and what isn't, but I've maybe only uncovered a quarter to a third of the map and I'm 24 hours into the yep. game. I am also exactly 24 hours into the game, so... Uh, we're <laughs> kind of at the same point there. Um, so, the, I mean, it sounds like I'm being critical, but that that's like my biggest complaint. And, and again, because of those expectations and because I'm a fan of the series, I definitely approached my um, feelings about the game from a more critical eye rather than one like giving the game the benefit of, benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that out front because, again, I think it, it's a wonderful game and I love that formula and I think everybody should experience it. Um, but yeah, I think I was just looking for something a little bit more innovative and new. And what I got was basically just a new Dark Souls game in a bigger, more open world. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I when I went into the game, I, I wasn't expecting it to be as Dark Souls as it was. I like you, I was Same. expecting something a little bit different. Not that I was dissatisfied with that, but, um, you know, because it had been a little while since I had played a, a Dark Souls game, uh, Souls or, you know, Bloodborne or, or what have you. Yep. Um, so it, it almost that familiarity like drew me in right away, um, but yeah, it's 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 it is very Dark Soulsy. I, I I think that if you don't like Dark Souls games, you're pr- this is probably not going to change your mind. Uh, no. I do think it is a little more accessible than other Dark Souls games uh, yes. with the the ashes summons, which uh, can help you a lot. You know when you're just exploring or sometimes you can summon them with bosses. So what that is, is you get a bell and you, an item that you can loot is, is spirit ashes. So you can summon various things. Uh, right now I have a pack of three wolves or like five undead villagers. Uh, what's the other one? The one's like a, a kind of a weak mage. Uh, and then I got a jellyfish one, which I'm not even sure if that fights at all, but uh, that was another one that I got, but the, but the wolves are, are really pretty effective. Um, yeah. And, you know, I figured out how to upgrade since then. So a lot of times when I'm going into a new area, unsure of what to expect, I'll I'll have the wolves summon with me to, to help me, uh, you know, if you get caught by anything that might might kill you. Um, I'm also using the wolves because I did a astrologist build. So intelligence and um, sorcery, not sorcery. Is it sorcery or incantations? I don't I, know. Yeah. Whichever one uses intelligence. Sure. Um but just to back up a little bit for anybody who <clears throat> isn't familiar with the Dark Souls game, they're incredibly hard. Um, there are harder games out there, but Dark Souls kind of invented the the Souls-born genre um, in that you have to do these runs over and over again, and you're constantly dying and losing experience that you had gained in, in a run. Um, so because of that challenge, I think to your point, Dan, about making it more accessible, they added that ability to summon in something to help you at any given moment. It is restricted a little bit. Um, it's based on where you're located. Yeah. Um, but what all the Souls games do is also allow you to summon in other players. Um, Aside from Sekiro. That... Oh, yeah, right. That, that one doesn't allow you to do no, that. That's a, a single player only. Yeah. That was the hardest um, one, obviously. Definitely the hardest one. Uh, yeah. So, I mean... In, in Sekiro, you had to solo all these bosses, but in, in the Souls games, um, you're able to summon at least two people, or uh, if you'd want to try to solo it, you can solo it, or you can summon um, an NPC to, to help you fight. 
Uh, but just to go back to the wolves, yeah, so I like the wolves, Dan, because there's like four of them. Um, and as a caster, I can't take any damage, really. I could usually take one hit, um, because if I take more than one hit, I'm dead. So I have to keep the enemy distracted, particularly bosses, um, so I can fire off my glintstone abilities. Yeah. Uh, so do you usually do a mage? Like a no. magic build? No, That's I don't usually, people. but um, I've only, I don't think I've ever played one in one of these games. Yeah, so I, I have. I'm going to do something a little different. That's interesting. And I, I really like it. Uh, it. That, you know, doing that, I think, helped me enjoy the game more than I would have otherwise. Again, not saying I wouldn't enjoy it, but because I was looking for that something different, I kind of gave it to myself by playing a, a build that I've never played before in one of those games. Yeah. Uh, I I changed up my usual a little bit. Uh, not as much as, as you did, obviously. But uh, so what I've done in, in, in Dark Souls, Dark Souls uh, to a lesser extent, but Dark Souls 2 and 3, uh, is a, a wildly offensive build, so I would usually not have any kind of defense. I would either carry dual wield swords, or I would two handed carry uh, you know one big sword, uh, and just dodge and do damage, and that's that's all I would do. But this one, uh, and I think I think it was a little bit of Sekiro rubbing off on me. I'm going with a shield and a and a sword, um, so I, I'm actually able to block and parry and all that st- stuff that I never really did before when I had played other Dark Souls games. So um, that's that's been a different experience for me because I, I, a lot of times I have to fight the urge to dodge and roll everything and I can stand in there and take a few hits and, and you know, get the critical hits and stuff that I usually wasn't able to get before. Yeah, um, it's funny you say that. I'm also like, I'm not a very twitchy gamer. You know, I don't like games where I have to be really responsive and quick with the controls, um, which I, you kind of have to do in Dark Souls if you have a build like yours. Um, I think I try to make builds that limit the amount of things I have to do in combat just to make it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. So that's why I went with um, the caster again, because I have to dodge a lot if the enemies get close, but I don't need to block. I don't need to attack them with weapons sometimes i do if i run out of um geez what's the mana in this game what's it I called i think it's called fp Blue is it fp fp yeah focus points yeah it sounds right I don't know. something like that yeah um but yeah i mean i i i will say i i adore the game i i similar similar thoughts to years cory and, and not sure uh they, they didn't deviate from the dark souls formula like like at all um which was was fine for me. Uh, one thing I also didn't didn't uh, I don't know what George R. R. Martin's role in all this is. Uh, I was expecting maybe a little bit more as far as the lore goes. It's it's interesting, but it doesn't like it doesn't stand out to me any more than any of the other Dark Souls games. Which I you know it was interesting and mysterious in its own way. Uh, but I yep. was expecting get to get a little bit more of that uh, in yep. this game as opposed to the other other games. Definitely. And as you said, Dan, when you hear George R. R. Martin is attached to something, you think, oh boy, it's going to be dripping with lore and backstory and relationships and stuff like that. But it again, it's another cryptic soul style story that doesn't really make any sense. You're basically just like trying to read the tea leaves to figure out what's going on. Um, I've tried to pay attention, but as usual in these games, like it just kind of goes over my head. And I think it's compounded by the fact that, again, we have this huge open world. 
Um, I, oh, I started a video game journal. Um, oh. Sophie gave me a journal from one of her vendors that she didn't need. So I was like, oh, you know, what a great way to, you know, look at a notebook rather than a computer when I take notes on stuff. So when I'm playing games, I jot down some notes by hand. Which That's a great idea. My handwriting. my handwriting is horrible, too. So it's fun to, like, kind of improve, improve that. Um, yeah, and decipher it. Um, but what were we just talking about? George R. R. Martin. George R. R. Martin role. being attached to it. Yeah, so again, I think it's compounded by that big open world because um, I wrote in my notes that I kind of miss the guided odyssey, as as I phrased it, of those Souls games because you're you're basically stuck in one area. I mean, you can backtrack and try other areas and try to find new things, but um, you're basically on not on rails but it's guided it's linear you know there's not a lot of wiggle room in terms of where you can go and who you can talk to and what you can do you have to follow a pattern whereas in this game it's kind of a free-for-all you can go wherever and do whatever and the world is freaking huge so trying to figure out um what's going on in the story in in the lore is more challenging because there are way more NPCs. They're scattered all over the place. There's not really any guidance. I mean, there's a guidance for the main story, but in terms of your wandering, like you could pick up an item from somebody and totally forget about it, which happens to me all the time. I have yeah. so many items. I don't even know. I don't remember who gave them to me or why, or what I'm supposed to do with them. Um, so that to me is another challenge. And again, it goes back to, back to that idea of the open world, style being a little bit discordant with the souls style of game um it, it's it sounds again it sounds nice on paper this big open world with lots to explore and it is it is fun to explore but i just think the the items that make the souls games the souls games are not in step with what makes a good open world game yeah i think what would have made that situation that you were just talking about Corey, a little bit better is is having some kind of quest logbook uh, which I think, you know, I don't think it would have taken anything away from the game with it, like you said, being such an open world game. Uh, you know, uh, you could have gotten something at the beginning of the game that you need to give to an NPC relatively early on that you missed and just completely forgot about it. You know, it's 20 hours later, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't think that would have damaged the game at all. Um, again, it sounds like we're being critical. We're not. I, I love this game. Um, I'm I'm very 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 pleased with with all of it. But uh, yeah, yeah, we we are I guess analyzing it a little more critically, being fans of the of the of Definitely. the Souls series. Absolutely. So. Um, and speaking of that being critical, I'll say. And I again, I think it's just because I've played all the games. Um, I'm less impressed by the things that the series has done really well. Um, outside of what makes the series unique, like the architecture of the game world mm-hmm. um, and also the monster design. And I don't know if it's because they're less impressive or just because I've come to expect it. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Um, there there definitely is a little the more standard character models, but I wonder if that has to do with the lore of the game. Like, there's a lot of, you know, just like enemy soldiers with swords and shields then yeah than humanoid right type. right and i, I, I wonder if that has something to do with the the lore of the game that's a good point and and to to be fair we're only you and i are both 24 hours in i think i saw like people say the game took like 80 hours to beat um you know so i'd be surprised really only... i'd be surprised if i beat it in 80 hours to be honest yeah right i feel <laughs> the same way i mean i do feel like i've barely scratched the surface so yeah 
Um, another one of my complaints is the messages are basically useless. And reason being is for every useful message, there's a jokey message that people have upvoted to the point where I do think there's a secret passage ahead. I th So when you first start the game, for anybody that doesn't know, one of the other multiplayer or community aspects of the Souls games are you can leave messages on the ground to other players. Um, you can only choose from a set of pre-selected phrases and you can ma mix and match them to kind of make uh, pseudo sentences. But um, I thought at the beginning of the game, it's like, oh, haha, ha, like jump here when you're going to jump to your death. Like, ha, it's really funny. But I was like, you know what? This will die down later on in the game. I won't see as much of these. But no, there's every <laughs> every freaking wall that looks like it might be a secret says secret ahead. You know, yeah. it drives me crazy. You, you, and you, I've you, only you might get some messages know. that say liar ahead. Yeah, what does that even mean, though? Well, it like, means, I don't even it means, means the person that's saying that there's a secret passage is a liar, but they could also be a liar, so you don't, you right. don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's it's bunk, and it's just not useful. I, I mean, it sucks because your your options are to totally ignore them, right, because you've decided they're not useful, or to read all of them and only have information that's correct half of the time. I don't know which is worse. Yeah. Um, I'd almost rather just ignore them, because <clears throat> I honestly, I did not find a single secret passage after reading all of those freaking messages, yesterday was the first time I found my first secret passage. Yeah, I still haven't um, had. One. I still haven't found one. And but you've seen messages that oh, say millions of them. Try attacking, uh, you know. And a lot of them are are people like to if there's a hole they'll say butthole or try yes. fi try fingers. Try it's fingers, like, yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. So it's like I mean, people it, love their potty humor. It, I guess it but... was funny at first, but it it does right. get a little bit exactly. old. The exactly. only situation I found those messages being useful is it's still, sometimes they'll let you know if there's like a hidden enemy ahead and to yeah. be prepared. So that ha that has helped me a couple times that I that I would have probably just stumbled into my death without without knowing. Yeah, I guess like it just seems out of sync with the rest of the game because the rest of the game is so tightened up and um efficient you know and these messages are not that. yeah it's just loosey -goosey. well this is you know that's why you can't have nice things it gets ruined by ruined by other people <laughs> yeah and i don't know what they can do to fix it because it is it is helpful um and i guess if you pay attention the upvotes kind of indicate whether it's accurate and the secret i did find had like four thousand likes or whatever you want to call it, approvals or whatever mm -hmm. um so when I saw that, I felt confident that it was actually a secret passage, and sure enough, it was. But right, I don't know how to fix that. Um, sorry, I'm just like running through my list no, here. That's but fine. the other thing that drives me crazy is um, for a game that, as you said, Dan, is more accessible, and I think that's by design. There's also some like jank, um, and the biggest being that cliff deaths are far too prevalent. I don't know how many times you've fallen off a cliff. Yeah, but two or three especially... times, probably. <clears throat> well, I've probably done it <laughs> 50 times. Um, but especially with the um, added world traversal with the mount that uh -huh. was is unique to this game, um, it's really hard to pay attention to where you're going and not fall off cliffs and die. Uh, which again, I think is a little out of step with the open world aspect and the, um, the, um, shoot, I lost my word again, the open world aspect and the doesn't matter. Not, not going to come to me. 
but anyway, that was just another complaint of mine. I just, it's just not fun. And I know these games are not meant to be fun, but that seems like something they could easily fix mm-hmm. um, that would just remove some frustration. And and again, I don't think that frustration adds to the game and it where in like it does in other areas, like when you're trying to kill a boss enemy or trying to get through a chapel of you know skeletons that are giving you a hassle while you try to get an item um it's just not fun you know it takes away from the game yeah um another one thing i do like though and i think to your point about accessibility they there are a lot more golden ruins you can pick up as items um which is useful because when you die you don't lose your items so if you're picking up your experience in the form of an item to be used later, then if you die, you don't lose it. So I do like that they did that because it makes those runs feel a little less pointless when you come out of it with some um, souls in your pocket to use. Yep. Or not, I should say ruins, not souls. Um, so, yeah. What I mean, what about you, Dan? Are there more specific goods and bads that jumped uh, out at you? No, I mean I I really am am pleased with how how the game came out. Uh you know, we we were like like we said we we're just kind of pointing out some of the negatives about it. Um I don't know, the combat is just I don't know what it is. It's so satisfying and even when you're getting your butt kicked like it doesn't ever feel unfair, right? Yep. Or janky. It's it's because you messed up. Or you got ambushed, or something, something like that. You know, um, it, it, it's difficult and rewarding, but also, also fair in my opinion. And I don't like the the the. I don't know if it's the sounds or the feet, like just the. Um, what am I looking for? The the aesthetic of the of the combat is is almost perfect in my opinion. Um, the you know when you get a block and and a, a parry and you know, you drive your sword into the enemy. It's just, it feels so good. And it's, it's hard to describe even. I can't, I can't go with the words. No, I think you're right with the aesthetic. It's everything. It's the animation. It's the, the feeling the controls, the, the sounds, like everything works together to give you that really visceral rewarding feeling. Um, I don't get to experience that as much as a caster who is often just like running around on the horse and firing glintstone shards. Um, but yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And, and that is another standard of the, the series, you know? Yeah. One thing I, I did want to ask you about Corey, and I don't know if you feel this way, but whenever I summon help for a boss, it always seems like they have much cooler things than I have much yeah, cooler I don't armor, much cooler weapons. Like I, I just, my characters look so, uh, homely compared to this yeah like i have armor that i looted off of bad guys like nothing exciting i don't know I'm, where they're getting this stuff i'm still using my og okay robes yeah, astrologer I, equipment i've upgraded a little bit but it's nothing um, great i don't know how matchmaking works to be honest dan i don't know like are people that you summon roughly your level? Is that part of it? It doesn't seem like it. What, so when I took on the I took on the the second like major boss last night. Which one's that? The fox uh, or the wolf? The red wolf? No, it's in the the castle. Margit. Margit was no, the first, first one. one. It's R- Rot. Is it Rot Godric? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. It was Godric. Yeah. So. 
I don't think they were the same level as me. It's because they pretty much handled the bot, the two guys that I summoned, two guys or girls that I summoned, uh, pretty much handled the boss themselves. And I got a few hits in and tried not to die. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I don't think they were roughly the same level. I don't know if it's like a free for all where just because I've like, you know, you try to summon the signs and a lot of times someone has already claimed the goals, especially outside of major bosses like that. Like uh, if you put your sign down, you get summoned right away, you know? Yep. Um, so I, yeah, I don't, there's probably some sort of filtering process that I'm just not aware of, of. I, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know if there is, but, um, I would, what I would like to see them do is some sort of like, like credit system where if you're, if you've helped other people, you're more likely to see the summons on the ground to get help. Yeah. Just like incentivize that a little bit because you're right. I think there are far more people looking for help than there are people offering help. Yeah. Um, I was, I had to, that, I forget the boss, but it was like a, a red wolf or something like that. Um, I'm in the arcane, um, the academy right now. I don't think I've been there. The gl- did you get the glintstone key? I don't think so. Okay, so maybe I'm a little bit. Further is that ahead is than that you. is that past where the is it castle Blood, is Bloodvale Castle? You, did you go the back road around the castle? Um, I honestly I do not recall. I've been all over the place. My direction was never good. Um, in Elden Ring, I've I, I've literally been all over the place. Yeah, it's without it, really. The, we should say too, the game world is enormous. So, uh, in addition to all the above ground things, I don't know if you went into the the sewer. Mm, I didn't go in a sewer, but I definitely took an elevator to a whole underground. Map. That's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's a, a yeah. whole other thing. Like that area itself is huge. The, yeah, yeah, it's in it, addition it, it's... to the to the overworld. It's cool because when you go down, like you go down a long way so far that it looks like another sky. But basically what it is, is just a subterranean underworld where yeah. you're seeing like the, the crystals. It, it and looks the like stars. Glinting. Yeah, it looks like stars. It's really cool. It's very cool. Um, where was I going with that? I don't, you're I don't asking, recall. You're asking the guy who loses his train of thought every two minutes. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. Like. There's like a whole desert area that I just started venturing into the red wastes or whatever. Um, I literally just, just, just entered that area and only, only dipped my toes, if you will, uh, in that area. It's exciting because the first like 15 hours or so, you see a lot of terrain that, you know, biomes or however you want to phrase it, that is very similar, you know, medieval green forests, like that kind of stuff. Um, and then when you, when you play the game that for that long and that's all you see, you start to wonder like, oh, is this like just what the game world is? But then you go to a totally new area like the two we just described and it's it's awesome to see. Yeah. Um, and those are the moments that when I say like I miss that like guided odyssey of the, the other Souls games, like I miss those moments when you finally get to a new area and it's just like a totally different game world essentially yeah. you know yeah see i think i actually think i prefer this version of of the game yeah um only because and i, I talked about this briefly in our group chat when i when i hit a wall uh, i'd like to instead of repeatedly you know beating my head against that wall i like to pop out and go explore a new area 
and I feel like there's more of an opportunity for that in this game than there is in in any of the other Soulsborne games or or even Sekiro, you know. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and you know, a lot of times it's it's just you know you pop onto your your horse, your trusty steed Torrent, and uh, you know go cruising around, which I like. But that you got to be careful too because you can uh, unexpectedly happen across a boss like I wandered into a swamp and got killed by a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um so I haven't I know what uh, well, I I think I've seen two dragons. So, um I I know there which one one of the dragons is right by where I am right now, the academy. Um okay. and I just cannot kill that one. There's not a chance in hell and I can't find any summons. Um again, I think there's a higher demand than there is supply for that. Um, and speaking of the summons, <clears throat> have you done any of the like adversarial multiplayer? No, not yet. I, I will try that at some point because I, I, I've done that a little bit in the other games. So my experience with it has been this. I put down my red summon, which means you're, you want to be a combatant in mm-hmm. someone's game world, and then they can choose to summon you in. Um, probably, I probably did it maybe 15 times total. Only... One of the times was not this experience. So the experience I was always getting was I would be summoned into the game world and there would be three guys just standing around me waiting for me to show up and then they just instantly kill me. Oh, gotcha. Once I finally came out of it. Um, sometimes if I timed it, well, it wasn't even my timing. If if their timing wasn't great, I could roll away and fire off a few shots. But when it's 3v1 all the time, like, what am I going to do? Um, there has to be a benefit to to doing that. They must get something from you for doing that, so they they prepare a trap. I, I don't know, but it it doesn't really make sense. And I'm not I'm trying to figure out like how can I do this in a way where it's a little more fun for me, right. you know, and and fair. What about invading um, other people's worlds? Can you can you do that? I know there's a way to do that because I got invaded actually last night right before I I went to to fight Godric. Um, the the person didn't end up getting to me. Cause I had just summoned my two helpers to, to go in and fight him. And as soon as I went into the boss, they, they got uh, de-summoned. Uh, but there, there is a way to do that. I just, I don't know how, cause I think that would probably be the better, the better route is just invading a random player's world. That's a good question, Dan. Cause I realized when you said that, that I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Um, you'll need the festering bloody finger. But they still have to choose to summon you in, right? No, I think you can just invade someone's world. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't invite this person into my world. Obviously, you need to be online, so make sure you've launched Elden Ring. Blah 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 blah. That one works. Use the festering bloody finger. If it works, you receive a message that you were invading another player. Festering bloody finger ignores multiplayer passwords. Um, yeah, I'll have to try it out because I haven't done the one where it just automatically brings me in without them doing anything. Right. I have been um, a hunter. Um, so there's an item you get where if someone else gets invaded, you get summoned into their world to protect them. Uh-huh. That's happened to me once. Which is um, cool. I've, as soon as I got that item, I've activated it. And it's only I've only been pulled in once. It is cool, but in this situation, I was like way down on a beach... And the two, the host of the world and the invader were way far away up in like the tower of one of the castles. Uh-huh. And I was like, I can try to go there and help, but it's, it's going to take me. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to take me at least like a solid five minutes, which in video game time is a long time. Yeah. Um, especially when two people 
are PvPing. And yeah, sure enough, like I took a few steps before the host of the world killed the invader. I still got credit for it, which was nice. Um, but I didn't get to see any combat or anything. Um, because I think that's really cool. You know, yeah. if, if somebody's invading your world, you, you know, other people are ready to come in and help you fend them off. Um, but you said something I want to go back a little bit because um, another frustration of mine with this open world style of game is so many times I found myself just exploring and I have a decent amount of runes, not a ton, but I don't want to lose them. Um, and I've found myself in traps, essentially, where you wander into an area that you're then closed off to because you have to kill somebody before you can advance. And if that person kills you, you can't get your souls back unless you're ready to kill them. So as you're exploring, you could find yourself losing all your souls just because you got trapped by, you know, a, a whatchamacallit, a wall or something like that. Mm -hmm. Or even in the um, the little hub area there on the bottom left of the map. What's that called again? Oh. The stronghold or something. Yeah, like, yeah. The round table, something, yes. something like that. Yes. I don't know. Um, there's that area where you can jump down and then that invader, the mad tongue, Al Albrecht, Albright, Albrecht, did you do that? No, I haven't been down there yet. Cause I saw a lot of um, blood splatters and I was like, I'm going to wait till I'm ready to do this. Yeah. You jump down there and you have to kill. It's a, it's a NPC invader. Right. Um, I've had to fight not, a few uh, of those. Yeah. You can't, you, you can't do anything until you defeat it and you can't get back until you defeat it. So I think I had like 8,000 runes or something oh, like that. Man. Figured I was in a safe space, you know, yeah. and you're right. I should have, the bloodstain should have been the, the clue to me that it wasn't. Um, but I was just jumped, jumped down there to explore and sure enough, I died and lost all of those. I mean, I tried probably 10 times to kill the guy um, and couldn't do it and couldn't get any summons to help. So um, minor frustration, but, uh, is a is a frustration because mm -hmm. it, again the, an open world invites you to explore but as a result of the style of game like you could find yourself wandering into a trap essentially and it yeah. sucks when that happens it, it's not fun and i don't think it speaks to the the i don't think it speaks to the unique gameplay i think it's just a frustration that they need to solve mm -hmm. um sure. I think in some of the other Souls games they had, and maybe they this exists in this game, but they had items that would allow you to teleport back to a uh, uh, bonfire or a grace point. Um, in this game, it would be there is one, know. but you leave your runes behind. So that I think everyone starts with that, right? Yeah, you get that right at the beginning. Um, but I'm wondering if there is one that allows you to keep your your runes. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it would make sense, but I don't know. Um, it's just that's my biggest beef with the game is that sure so yeah um any other thoughts Corey? no i imagine uh as we you know play our 60 more hours or whatever yeah. it's gonna be we'll have a lot more thoughts so yeah absolutely um i'm kind of kind of thrilled that that with so far with this year's game releases have been all been very good the ones the games that i've gotten i'm kind of thrilled that right now i'm going to be bouncing back and forth between Elden Ring and and um, uh, Triangle Strategy, so yeah, it's good stuff because that's you know that's a less stressful experience, way less. It's it's basically a totally different experience. If you think about it. <laughs> it is. You know, it's the <laughs> like, exact opposite. Yeah, dripping with story and lore and yeah. Uh, so moving on, we probably we're not going to do any nibble bits today because we still have. I wanted cover our weeks because that's going to be lengthy uh and i want to make sure we talk about pokemon we've been meaning to have a pokemon episode for 
a couple weeks now. We just never could get uh, a good time for it. So how was your week, Corey? Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't know how many weeks we're going back. Quite a bit. Um, Yeah, things have been good for the most part. Um, I think probably um, probably should call out the Russia-Ukraine situation and just say, you know, uh, what a shitty situation. Yeah. Obviously, heartbreaks for everybody in Ukraine. Uh, that's been weighing on me quite a bit. Sure. Um, and we, we don't need to get too much into it, but I'll I'll say the point I've been making to a lot of people is just that I think what we're seeing is a, a global situation wherein the the populations of these countries have matured and grown up and are able to see through all of this. Yeah. Uh, but our world leaders are still living in the 80s, essentially. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And that re- that I mean that really sucks, but it also um, is a little. Gives, you gives hope. me hope. Gives you hope for the future. Yep, because you see, you see people everywhere rising up and trying to get their their leaders to do the right thing, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome to see. And that pressure goes a long way. And and it's something I hadn't realized until I mean, even the last few years, um, how powerful that is. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, don't want to drag the mood down too much, but that's that's been the biggest occurrence in my life. Um, I do need to call out, I wish I had someone to talk about Star Wars with, because that has been <laughs> so much of my life over the last month or so. Um, I finished The Clone Wars, I finished The Bad Batch, I'm watching Rebels right now. Uh-huh. Um, man, that some of those episodes are so good, and for people that like Star Wars, like it's such it's so fanservice-y at points, but you almost don't even care. Um, it's just so cool to see some of the stuff. I don't want to spoil anything, but the last episode of season two of Star Wars Rebels is just awesome. Huh. So cool. Nice. Um, for anybody that loves all the old Star Wars characters and stuff, it's just good to see all that. I'm also reading my first book from the High Republic. Um, I forget the name of it. I thought I had it right next to me. But the High Republic era is like 250 years before the Battle of... Um, Yavin. Okay. Yavin. Um, so right when Coruscant and the Jedi Order were just at the peak and ev- the galaxy was seeing eye to eye and everybody was Republic and on the same side. And um, the, the story in this one is there's a... I like how it starts because it explains um, how nobody understands in the Star Wars universe how hyperspace travel works. Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of cool to see that explained in a book because it's not something they ever address in the movies. But... Um, they talk about that's how the book opens is saying how hyperspace doesn't work, but this spaceship is traveling through hyperspace and somehow it gets sabotaged and attacked and explodes into a bunch of tiny little pieces. But those pieces are still traveling at almost the speed of light. Um, So when they exit hyperspace, they're in this star system and they're just wreaking havoc on the star system, destroying um, satellites and planets and moons and all that stuff. Uh, so the Jedi Order has to show up and figure out how to save everybody. Um, but there's like 10 Jedi, you know, it's right. just over overflowing with Jedi. So that's cool to see. Was um, Is that new canon or is that? Yep. Oh, cool. Yep. It's new canon. Yep. Um, I think fans are upset about it. I'm not I'm not I'll admit as much as I love Star Wars and read the books and the movies and the shows and all that stuff. Um, I'm not part of the like Star Wars community. I don't get on forums or really talk to anybody on the Internet about it. But from what I've seen, some some comments and stuff here and there, um, it seems like people aren't happy that that's a, 
uh, time era that they're exploring. They people want them to talk about the old Republic or you know what we've seen in the movies huh. or after. Um, I, I'm not sure why. I I I don't know. I I don't know. I I like to see um, people's visions for new. Yeah, absolutely. New characters and I don't know. It's it's cool to see, but that's pretty much been um, it for me. I've been working a lot and. I don't know. Trying to play as many video games as possible. Um, it's been a good year so far. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna add Will here in a minute. Once I once it seems like he gets gets onto the. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to screw this up. Um. Yeah. So I've had an interesting uh, start to the year, I guess. Uh, so over Christmas break, part of the reason why we weren't able to record the thummies over like, uh, you know, Christmas break around the Christmas time is because my whole family had COVID over uh, over the over the break. Uh, what we think happened is we think my twins caught it at school and, and brought it home and got everyone <clears throat> got everyone sick because uh, they got sick like right before Christmas break. So we didn't take them to get tested because. You know, they had been sick literally the entire year, uh, almost. So, you know, we had taken them to get tested every time so they could get back to school as soon as possible. So we didn't get them tested because we were like, it's probably just another cold. Well, then my wife got sick and started to get suspicious that it could be COVID. So she went and got a test. Sure enough, it was COVID. Sure enough, it spread to the rest of us. Uh, but that was at the time when Omicron was really r- rampant everywhere, so it, it was impossible to get in and get it get tested uh, anywhere. So I luckily I was able to get tested. I I had it too. Um, I had a one day long headache, and that was literally the only symptom I had. Um, if I hadn't gotten tested, there's no way I would have known I had COVID. No way. So. Yeah, <laughs> um, my wife was was decently sick for like a week, maybe my uh, the little one was uh, our our one year old was 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 sick for a little while. But everyone else had really had very minor uh, to no symptoms. So that was good. Uh, but it's it's still COVID, you know, um, <clears throat> I actually uh, my wife got me in touch with her doctor because I don't have like a doctor doctor. I couldn't get why would you? Well, I, I, I know I couldn't, you know, it was, it was impossible to get appointments. Um, so, you know, they, they checked in with me, but I didn't have any, like they, they, I did qualify for monoclonal antibody treatment, but I was like, I'm not going to take it if someone else needs it. Cause everything was, was short at that point. Yep. So it's like, I don't need it. I, I felt fine. Literally. I had a headache for a day. I had a little bit of chills the night, but like before I, before I felt, like I like I was sick, um, but that was that was literally I had nothing else other than that. So it's pretty bonkers. Um, yeah, how you know some how pe- certain people react different ways. Like it's just there's no rhyme or reason to it. You know. Yeah, yeah. I um, and, you know I was supposed to be one of the ones that would get really sick because uh, you know I'm o- overweight. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was li- like you're fine. <laughs> yeah, it was the the mildest illness i've had in a very long time it it's also the only illness i've had in a very long time so um because i've been like going hard on taking vitamins and yeah. my kids have been sick literally the entire year um and i've only gotten covid so um but yeah, yeah so uh fast forward a couple weeks uh you know all my kids are home with the stomach bug 
Um, and uh, my one-year-old threw up like in the middle of the night. And uh, when that happened, when, when, when the kids are sick, I sleep out in the living room. Uh, so if they need me, they can just come get me without, because our, our one-year-old sleeps in our bedroom uh, for right now. And so I sleep out in the living room to make sure that, you know, they, they can come get me if they need me, if they need anything or, or what have you. So my, my one-year-old got sick and threw up on himself. So, you know, the wife calls me in while I'm getting him cleaned up. She went to take out some, some garbage, uh, that from the other kids that had thrown up, you know, because if they throw up on like pillows and stuff, we just throw them out and buy new ones. Um, so she was taking out that out to the garbage, walking back into the house, slips and falls and breaks her wrist so it's like four o'clock in the morning all of our kids are sick with the stomach sick with the stomach bug um and she you know she's in lots of pain her wrist is all gnarly looking i'm like oh my god what do we do so luckily she called her mom her mom was awake her mom took her to the hospital uh two days later she had to get surgery on it uh so she's been uh recovering from that for about a month now that was at the very end of january i think um, so she's, you know, the whole nine yards, she's got physical therapy once a week, all these exercises she has to do. Uh, it's better now. Um, but yeah, it's, that's, that's been pretty difficult. She can't, she can't like lift anything. It's her right hand too, of course. So, um, you know, so that's been it's her fun. game. It's her, it's her mouse hand for gaming. Yeah, well, hand. yeah, she was, she couldn't <laughs> play switch for a while. Um, oh no. Yeah, because oh, it, that would drive me crazy. Yeah, not being able to play video games when you're laid up <laughs> yeah. like that. Uh, she can now. It's she's gotten a lot of movement back, and physical therapy's really really helped. So that's good. Um, so then a week after the stomach bug, uh, one of my twins got got the flu, uh, and then he got the stomach bug after. So we actually ended up pulling our twins from from early kindergarten there. So we're we're homeschooling them now. Um, and so far, uh, knock on wood, they've been able to stay healthy. Um, but it's been petri, petri dishes, Dan, it, that, pe- little petri dishes. That's exactly right. And you know, it, it was just too much. Like it was Marco that got stomach bug, flu, stomach bug. He was like like a skeleton because he pretty much didn't eat anything for two weeks. You know, so did, yeah. we, we couldn't we couldn't put him through that anymore. So just the older two are in school and. Uh, I'm homeschooling the the twins during the day, so it's gone pretty well. Jeez, yeah, that's uh, you've had some fun. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a it's been a year so far. Um, but you know the weather's starting to turn, so it's gonna everything's gonna be less miserable. Oh my God, we had that day last last week where it was like sixty almost. Yeah, and sunny. Oh my gosh, I I just I put the couch furniture, I put the cushions back on the couch furniture on the porch, mm-hmm. um, or the yeah the porch furniture I should say, uh, and just laid in the sun. And yeah, just so soaked it up. It felt yep. so good. Yes, it did. Um, hopefully we're not far from that. I, I hope uh, winter doesn't linger like it like it does sometimes. Yeah, I mean, the last few years, I feel like we've had some really late snowfalls. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, they don't last long. I think that's every. I know I had other stuff I wanted to talk about. Of course, I'm not going to be able to think of it now. But um, but that that's why uh, we've been kind of inconsistent with recording. Um, you know, I, I up until today, I didn't really feel comfortable leaving her with the, the, the one-year-old, especially. The other ones can kind of take care of themselves, but... Uh, you know, she couldn't really pick him up very well up, up until like recently. So 
definitely not a diaper change or anything like that. So, yep. So a you know should get get easier from here on out. Uh, all right, I'm gonna see if I can get Will in here now. I don't. I might end up messing this up. I gotta figure out how to add Will. Oh, here we go. Add friends. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> Do you uh, find yourself feeling more and more like an old person with technologies? <laughs> a little like... bit, yeah, a little bit. Especially... I, I got on Facebook the other day. To, oh, God. I forget what I was doing, something for work, and I had to ask my wife, like, how do I get to certain <laughs> certain areas? I'm like, I don't know what to do. Well, that, that comes from uh, actively rejecting Facebook yeah. more so than but just... Part of me, part of it makes me a little nervous, though, because, like, I used to always just figure it out. I wouldn't ask. But now I'm just like, why, why do I prefer to just ask now than try to figure it out on my own? Sure. You know? It's a waste of time. That's true, yeah. Maybe I just value my time so much more of that. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do we need to call end the call and start a group call or something? I, I think that's what I'll do. Uh, okay. That'll just, just take a second here. So, uh, yeah, be right back. Okay. I, I think Will can join when he's ready now. Hello? Will? Junior. Uh, What's going on, Will? Not much. Sorry, I just woke up. No, that's fine. Uh, we were just talking about our weeks. You wanna you wanna fill us in on what you've been up to? Uh yeah, I've been watching the Ukraine stuff like every minute of every day. Uh-huh. Um, just been refreshed. I don't know if you guys talked about that already. Just briefly. Yeah, that's been the most of my week. Like I've just been refreshing Reddit for news updates for the entire time. Um, been doing that and just school and work. Um, trying to think of anything as interesting has happened to me. No, no, <laughs> just been school. just been school work school and trying work. to game as much as I can when I have free time. You dog gotcha. sat for me last weekend. Yeah, I did dog sit for uh, Fiona and Phoebe, which was a lot of fun. Uh, me and Allie agreed that you guys have uh, some very chill dogs. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Fiona's great. I'm glad to see Fiona's feeling better too from her. It's surgery. it's crazy. It's it's almost like her uh, leg she had surgery on, uh, not almost. I think this is actually the case. Is better than her other leg, her normal oh, leg. Uh-huh. It's like she's like bionic now. She uses that one to like pick herself up if she's like pulling herself up on the couch or anything like that. Huh. That's good. super leg. We we always suspected she had something wrong, and when we first got her, they said um, because when she was a a puppy, I guess she was just like crated. She wasn't able to grow the way she was supposed to. So they told us that the growth in her legs was a little weird uh-huh. when we first got her. Um, but yeah, she seems like she has superpowers now. Nice. That's good. Yeah, there's very few dogs, by the way, that I'm willing to take out to use the bathroom without a leash. Gimli was one of them. Um, but this was the first time that I ever really watched Fiona and Phoebe by myself. And no problems with them. Like That's taking good. them out without a leash. So Fiona doesn't always listen. I mean, I know she hears and she knows what to do, but she doesn't <laughs> always respond. So it's good to hear that she she listened to you. Yeah. Well, so when when I took them out, <laughs> what I did was uh, it was like early. It was like seven thirty on Sunday or something like that. So I took them out and wanted to get back into bed asap. So like I let them use the bathroom. Um, Phoebe, you peed and pooped fiona just peed 
So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, that's good enough. I went to bring him in. Phoebe immediately ran in, but Fiona just stared at me. And I was like, I, I threatened to bath. <laughs> um, and she just stared at me again, pooped, and then sprinted in. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, you really had to poop still. Uh, yeah, that's early for her, too. She normally doesn't get out until like 1030 in the morning. Yeah. But yeah, uh, but... Re- real quick before before we move on. Um, have you guys heard of Starlight Coke? No, no. It's a new Coke flavor, apparently, that I don't know. I just saw the cans and I had to have it. So I ordered some from Walmart. And it's coming today. I'm excited to try it. Ooh, <laughs> <Dana>. <laughs> uh, I mean, this, I this get, is the situation I... where marketing worked on me. No, I'm I'm with you because that's just as exciting to me. And like now I want I need to get it. Yeah, I was going to go to the store, but I don't like to do that if I don't have to. So I, I ordered some from the Walmarts and uh, it's it's coming today. I'm all about this kind of stuff. I'm going to see if I can find it locally. What's the flavor? I don't know. It's supposed it's supposed to be based on space, which tickled my fancy. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Coca-Cola launches new Starlight flavor and it tastes like space candy. Yeah, exactly. The new flavor inspired by space. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, what well, you know, I, I don't know that. Like I said, the b- between the the uh, aesthetic of it and the 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 nice looking packaging, I was like, I have to have to try this. So, and you two listeners can get your free Starlight Coke. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wish. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get into what we played. Will, I want to hear your thoughts on Elden Ring so far. We we already obviously talked about it during the main segment, but. Uh, uh, how are you viewing Elden Rings as like a non Soulsborne fan? I like it a quite a bit. Um, I don't think this is the greatest game ever. Like it's being talked about, but I think it is really good. Um, my impression so far, um, is that it doesn't seem easier, but it seems a little bit more approachable but without actually making it approachable if that makes sense i don't really understand why that is because the story of the game i is like just as nonsensical as other souls games for the most part because you really have to like find clues look at details um in the game which i actually really like that about the game because like hollow knight is a game that's similar like that that game has a great story so i like the souls games do that Basically, you get out of the story what you want to put into it, which is cool. Um, but yeah, like the story is, I like, I just have no idea what's going on. Um, the classes, I think. <laughs> Sorry, Will. Right. The way you phrased that was really funny. The story is, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I, I, which I agree. I mean, to me, yeah, that's the story too. We're, we we pretty much echoed your thoughts so far on the yeah. game too, Will. Yeah. Yeah, like it's just it's it's. Uh, no clue what's going on, but like it is cool. I like the classes that they have. Um, I know Souls games have some like magic classes, but I feel like this game has more of that. Um, from a very uneducated um Souls experience, because I, every time I saw gameplay videos, I was never really seeing anybody like using magic. It was mainly just hand to hand combat. But like me and my friends are all playing, and like Johnny is a full on um astrologer. He's just casting magic back and forth, which I think is really cool. Um. Um, I think combat's really good. I really, I really think the combat's solid. The problem is I'm playing Horizon with it, so like I'm trying to learn two different control schemes. Um, yeah, that's hard. That's a little bit. Yeah, that's a little difficult. But um, 
the open world is really cool. Um, it's pretty much, there's no map markers really other than fast travel points and the rest of it is just kind of like figure it out, which is interesting because I've never played a game like that where there's just like no indication where something is. So it's like, it's really like you go somewhere, you have no idea if it's going to be anything worthwhile, which That's, is cool. I like that. I agree with you there, Will. Um, but it's a good opportunity to put a little tip in here. Um, definitely, and I don't know if you know this, but anybody listening, definitely put down your own map markers because uh, as Dan and I talked about, the world is so huge that you're going to forget where things are. So I'm marking things like uh, where merchants are. Um, I'm marking where tunnels or like portals to different areas are. Um, I'm also marking where NPCs are that just talk that I don't know what what their purpose is. Um, mm. Just so, you know, when it comes time to it, if I need to find certain things, the map markers are there for me to, to have a better idea where everything is. I try and, I mean, obviously you could just Google it <laughs> if you want to. Yeah, but yeah. that kind of takes away from the experience for me. So yep. I, I try to do it all in the game. Um, so... Okay. It's a tip I read maybe 12 hours into the game, and I was like, oh, I probably should have been doing this for the last 12 hours. So yeah, I'm going to start doing that now. Doing it. Yeah, because my friends were like, did you talk to the guy in the church in the beginning of the game? And I was like, I, what? <laughs> well, Eric and Dan maybe. missed the tutorial, right? Didn't I didn't do the tutorial. Them? I just went out, went yeah. outside immediately. Yep. I came back like 10 hours into the game, and I'm like, oh, I missed this whole part. <laughs> <laughs> I might have missed it if you guys didn't mention that you missed it. I probably would have, yep. To be honest, which I needed the tutorial the most because like I've never really played games like this, so Yeah. Um what is class? What class did everybody pick? I did the confessor. Me too. I'm the, the like, paladin, astrologer. Ooh. How's Same that play? Thing. Um I it's uh, Dan and I talked a little bit about it already, but um it's different than any other Souls character I've played as previously. I typically do like a sword and board type character. Um, so it's nice to see what magic is like in the Souls games. It's, I think in some ways it makes the game a lot easier because you don't have to be um, as twitchy yeah. as you do when you're sword and board and going toe to toe with the enemies. You just have to kind of avoid them and dodge um, and get your spells off. So I like that for that reason. And it also seems like when I do multiplayer, there aren't too many spellcasters, and I think they make killing bosses way easier because uh, they can stand in the back and just fire off magic. Mm. Yeah, Johnny said he's had a, like not a not too hard of a time. Yes, yeah, yeah, I saw. Really, I haven't had much difficulty. I saw on Steam that uh, maybe like three or four days after the game came out, Johnny had beaten like a ton of the game's bosses already. I'm like, like I've only beaten the second major boss. Well, you and give he... Johnny three or four days, and he's got fifty <laughs> hours into the game. That's you true. Know? That is Let's true. check what he's at right now. Because <laughs> I'd be interested to hear that boy. Yeah. Well, he he's like me. He doesn't really like Souls games, so he didn't know if he was gonna like it. Um, he's with me though. He actually thinks that he's played forty six hours. Okay, so that's yeah. the double what I've what we've played. Yeah. Um, but he's like me. He like prefers Horizon still. Um, but he has the free time to. Because he works from home, so nice. he has the, he has the time to be able to balance the. I still have not done that. I still have not played video games on. That's that's the dark side. The you don't want to. Hey, you don't want to open side. that can of worms. You know, come don't... back. From... And I'm not saying Johnny is doing that. I'm just I'm just saying. 
Um, no, I mean, he does that. Uh, <laughs> I will say it took me like an hour and a half to kill that first camp, like right outside. Oh, yeah. Um, because like I was trying to do it stealth and then like the big guy with the that you couldn't one shot with the, the stealth kill <laughs> would just out of nowhere come get me. Yeah. Stab me and kill me. But I think that I'm going to actually play a lot more of this. I think. That's what it's looking like. Uh, I've been able to have help from my friends, too. Uh, Dakota's been a huge Souls fan for as long as the games have been out. So he loves the game. Uh, Johnny's kind of like our cheese character. If we need help, he'll come in and just cast magic and do that. Um, as you said, Corey, over text message. I think it was you, Corey. He's one of you two. said life's too short to just struggle one-on-one with the boss for seven hours. hours. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what the approach I'm going to have. I'm going to try and kill it by myself. If it's just not happening, then I'm just going to do that. I'm fighting, what's his name? Margaret, the, yep. whoever the first like boss guy yep. is. The first um, major boss. I was fighting him. Uh, I can get him to about the best, like down to like a quarter health, but I can't quite get him. I think I'm too weak, though. I'm only like level 14. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Probably, probably too weak. Um, even with some help, um, I like can summon one of the guys there to come help me in the walls, and we get pretty close every time. But yeah, I'm just not good enough quite yet. I do have a build though that I should try to like work towards a little bit more before I go in and explore a little bit, get some better weapons. Don't don't summon that NPC. You're better off getting a second <laughs> player character, at least in my experience. Okay. Um, that NPC isn't great. I mean, he can survive some damage. He's good for that, but he doesn't do enough, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was close for that first time that I had him in the wolves, but yeah, I didn't quite, couldn't quite pull it off in the end. But yeah, overall, I, I do like it like quite a bit. I was actually surprised. It's kind of piqued my interest to in playing other Souls games. Like, I kind of want to play Demon Souls and Bloodborne, which I'm going to wait for Bloodborne to be re-release on ps5 yeah uh, are, do, I... do you know anything about the development are they are they doing 60 frames or are they sticking to 30 apparently from what i've heard from uh i listen to like sacred symbols and yeah like colin kind of breaks news he said a while ago that blue point is actually doing bloodborne 2 and then like doing like a remaster of bloodborne mm. okay that's apparently what's going on pc who knows if it I don't know. There's, it's still Hopefully. rumored. It's still rumored all the time that Bloodborne is coming to PC. So, I think I'm yeah, hoping. it'll it'll be on PC. I don't know when because right. I think the next game is going to be Ghost of Tsushima from the Sony family to get pulled over. Gotcha. I, th- I would think at least. So, um, I don't know. Bloodborne seems not. Uh, it's like the game everyone loves, but it seems to get forgotten about with Sony. Yeah, I don't really know why. I think it might be because it's not a first-party developer. But... Maybe. Bloodborne would be huge if it comes to PC. That People would be playing that like crazy. Yeah, give the game new life. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah. Uh, another another game that, that we've all played. Uh, we, I wanted to have an episode on this, but whenever we scheduled something, it, something came up and we just couldn't. It, it's the cursed episode. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, 
I I'll start with with Pokemon Legends Arceus. I actually really loved Pokemon Legends Arceus. I think the over the first couple days that it came out, I quickly put like 24 hours into it. It's it, like I played it a lot of times like all day. And uh I think what I liked about it was it's it's a lot more seamless than the other Pokemon games. Um both in catching and you know doing your your battling. So uh, it played a lot more uh, as more of like a, an action game as opposed to the, the old Pokemon game. So uh, if you think about uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, the kind of open world areas, the whole game in Pokemon Legends Arceus is like that. Uh, but when you're going to capture Pokemon, instead of going into the battle screen and lowering their health and then capturing them, a lot of them you could just sneak up and throw a Pokeball uh, live action and catch them that way. Or uh, some of them did need to be weakened, but when you went into the battle system, instead of doing a screen transition, you you would throw out the Pokemon that you want to battle with. Everything would pop up in real time on there. You'd fight it uh, or, or whatever, and then, and then throw a Pokeball and capture it. And I, I really liked that uh, more seamless approach to Pokemon. Uh, it, it felt a lot less tedious than, than the other Pokemon games. So, Will, you being the most experienced Pokemon player, what do you think of Arceus? Yes, this is actually the first like ever Pokemon game to kind of shake the, the formula up. Which, by the way, was anybody else surprised that Generation 9 literally got announced like less than a week ago? I was surprised to hear that, yeah. <laughs> I was like, God, that's way too soon. But yeah. um, I really, really like Pokemon Legends Arceus so far. Yeah. I've only played like an hour and a half to maybe two. Uh, I haven't played much. And the reason was because I got it super late and then Horizon came out. Um, but I did play a little bit. I think it's pretty fantastic. Um, I would say the biggest drawback to the game is graphics. I think this game looks like a PlayStation 1 game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like bad and like when i saw gameplay videos i didn't think it looked too bad and i was like ah, everyone's being dramatic but when you get it on like a bigger tv yeah like it it, it shows so um i'm hoping like the new pokemon games improve on that but really to me that's like my only drawback for the most part because i'm not far enough to end to know if battling is like much of a thing uh i've only done like one actual trainer battle uh from the vibe that i've gotten it's not too much of a fighting like pokemon battler it's it's it's, it's it is less of a of a battling game. I should yeah. say too. I I I beat it. I did beat it right. I beat it right before Elden Ring came out. So I wanted to make sure. Good job, Dan. Yeah, because I knew um, I probably wouldn't go back to it with with Elden Ring and then and then um, Triangle Strategy. So. Um. Yeah. No. I think it's. I think it's awesome, though. I think. What I like about it is, as you were talking about, is you can kind of like sneak around and throw Pokeballs and stealth catch each Pokemon, which I think is super cool. Um, I always wanted to play Pokemon like that, so it's cool to like now to be able to actually do that. Um, also, I think what's really cool is it's cool to see like Sinnoh is my favorite region, uh, and it's really cool to see like a prehistoric version of that with the Hishu region. So I think that's really cool. Um, some of the regional variants are awesome as well. Uh, I'm looking forward to get more into it. If the story is uh, like pretty cool. Cause people said like you fight like these giant, like Pokemon raid plague Pokemon, which is pretty cool. Um, I know trying to fight Pokemon's a lot harder and more dangerous too, which I also really like. Cause you know, in the new, new pop like Pokemon games are also like cushy. 
Yeah. Like you don't really fear random Pokemon battles ever, but here I like you kind of do, which is another cool thing. So. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Corey? You guys are chumps. That's my <laughs> that's my basic thought. Didn't um, like it? I don't know. No, I liked it. In it's it's tough because I'm not I, I I consider myself a fan of Pokemon, but I don't play the games because I've always felt like they're too similar. Um, I didn't feel like I would get anything new out of the new variations of the game because it's the same formula over and over again, which is fine. Um, I just, again, like back to my life is too short phrase. It's just like, I just don't want to spend a ton of time replaying the same type of game over and over again. Um, so I haven't been impressed by anything Pokemon until now uh, because they did mix up the formula quite a bit with the open world aspect and some other things, but it's still like, if you take a step back and remove the Pokemon from Pokemon, I don't think anybody would like this game. I think they would be like, what is this? Um, Will's spot on with it looking like PS one graphics. I think it's honestly, I think it's a definitive step back on the, for video games on the switch in terms of graphics and performance. I think it's ridiculous that for a monster hunting game, you can't see a monster more than, you know, 20 meters in front of you uh, sure. just because of the pop. in. There's like a lot that. of pop in. I agree with that. They're comparing Xenoblade Chronicles 2 to this. Corey got dropped. Oh, Corey. Um, like going off of Corey's point, uh, I watched a video like having Xenoblade Chronicles 2 side by side with Legends Arceus and like Xenoblade 2 is infinitely better looking yeah. and older. Mm-hmm. I don't know are what you, Game Freak does. Am I here? Yeah. Hi. Hi. Yeah, so I don't know when I cut out. Um, my Discord was struggling for a while though, so I, but I think it, it's good now. Um, but I was just complaining, right? Yeah, yeah, about the graphics. Yeah, you got. You, yeah, I think you finished your thought. Okay. Yeah, and it's just like okay, so we have this this formula for this game, which is what what which has to be what people like about this because there's really nothing else about it that is really appealing to me. Um. I think if you're looking for a good game that does monster hunting really well, play Monster Hunter. Sure. Way better version of going out and hunting monsters, right? It has all the same ele- similar elements. Obviously, combat is way different. It's more active. But, you know, you, you got to prep. You got to bring items. You got to do all the things to trap these monsters. Way more fun way to capture monsters. Um, so... I don't know. I, 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 again, like I find myself being really critical, but I did like it, but it got to a point where after I felt like I had seen everything the game had to offer, I was like, okay, I'm done. I have no interest in playing this anymore. Uh-huh. Um, pretty far too. Uh, do you remember? Well, I think I, when I talked to you, I was like mid forties. I think I got to like level 50. My, my monsters are in the fifties. Okay. Um, so, you know, I, I put ample time into it. I just yeah, like, you did. I just, yeah, it's just it's this whole Pokemon zeitgeist is just a head scratcher for me. <laughs> I it really is. I I get it. I I think I get it, but it's just like why are people so ravenous for this game that if you removed the Pokemon from it, it would be trash. It would be trash. There every aspect of that game, there are better versions of it, like versions that have evolved. Pardon the pun. Well beyond where Pokemon is at. But everyone's like, wow, it's open world now. And it's like, yeah, 
we've been making open world games for 30 years, you know, and like Pokemon finally decided to take that next step to something a little bit different. And everyone's like, wow, this is great. And it's like, wow, they're so behind the times, but people love it. So good for them. You know, they can make one small change to their formula and everyone freaks out and talk about how great it is. I I know I'm being a little pissy, but like, (laughs) that's just how I feel about it. I understand. It's a little silly to me. I I I don't don't know. I, I don't think you're wrong. Okay. Yeah. I uh, think being I, I, free. Go ahead. Go ahead. Dude. No, I was just gonna say, Corey, you weren't here for this, but I said I don't. I don't know if Game Freak is just bad, like engineers on the back end to make making games. Like I don't understand what they're doing because, yeah, they like get a it, the monster hunting collect like part of the game is what wins them over because they kind of fail at every other aspect of making games, in my opinion. Like yeah. They'd really have barely like iterated on battling, catching for all of these years. I don't know. I I agree with you. I'm a huge Pokemon fan. I'm probably the biggest Pokemon fan on the podcast. I play all of them. I buy all of them. But yeah, like they get like Game Freak does get a pass generally. On- well, do you, do you? I mean, do you think they can deviate much much from the formula because of Pokemon? Fa- like, really, they're making games for Pokemon fans, right? You're uh, absolutely I, right, Dan. Hundred percent. Yeah. And I know yeah. I I know Legends is the one that deviates from the formula. So it's not considered like the mainline series, right? It's, it's considered uh, outside of the main series, right? Will? Oh, this, oh, this is them being experimental, right? That... Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, come on. <laughs> oh God. My, my biggest complaint about Pokemon and I, it was just something I wasn't aware of was that there was at least initially, and, and they didn't make you aware of this is there was no motion aiming, uh, for for throwing the pokeballs and uh, but that it's just a menu option that I didn't know you could change. So I yeah. I played maybe half the game thinking that there wasn't motion controls when there actually was because I have a hard time aiming with the controller. Yeah, uh, I mean even that I feel like there could be a better system involved. I I don't know. I, I mean. Like, ooh, we're doing we're doing stealth. We got stealth in the game. Like, that's exciting. I, I don't know. I I, I, feel I was just I was just gonna defend it, but then I realized that what I'm about to say that it does pretty that like cool moments that like yeah, it probably should have been doing for a while. So <laughs> it just seems silly. I don't know. Uh, um, no, you're 100 percent right though, Corey. Really, like Pokemon is is the draw here. Um, outside of that, like if it was, if it was a new IP similar to Pokemon that does did the same things, I, I, I think you're right. I think trash. Yeah. Trash. I think people would say it was trash. Honestly. Um, I did jot some down some other notes. So just to maybe yeah, move away from my pooing it a little bit, because again, I didn't, I did enjoy the time I spent with it. Um, I felt like the Pokedex goals were a missed opportunity. Um, a little bit arbitrary. I thought it would be more fun and like take advantage of what Pokemon is if is if you were doing things to learn more about how to capture the Pokemon or how to fight them better or something like that. Um, and I can't remember what any of the goals Pokedex goals were now because I haven't played the game in a few weeks now. But so a lot of um, them were like capture a certain amount or see the Pokemon use this ability or this ability uh, or defeat the Pokemon or defeat the Pokemon using this ability or that ability. 
Yeah, and to me, I thought the opportunity there would be like make it make it feel like you're a scientist and you're like <laughs> observing them to ca- in order to capture them. Like, right. you know, why not um, find out wh- at what time of day this Pokemon comes out? Find out what it eats. You know, something like just something different that was a little bit more directly tied into um, what you're doing with the Pokédex rather than these arbitrary goals. Some of them I think kind of sync up, Dan. But um, other ones, like, just kill it five times. It's like, okay, why? Right. Why Why not bake in some story-driven reason for that rather than just make them arbitrary? It just felt like a missed opportunity. Because the Pokemon is your story. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have storytelling, question mark, character development. Is the there only Pokemon g- Well, the only Pokemon games that have ever done that well have been, like, Gen 4 and 5. In my opinion, I think every other story and character development is just stupid. Yeah, so it's just not part of the Pokemon formula, I, right? I don't think so. In my um, in my opinion, well, I guess I guess my note here then would be that I would have appreciated more of it. It would have made me endear me a little bit more to the game. But um, if it's not part of the formula, I guess it's not really right of me to criticize them for that. Um, it should although, be. I mean, although although again, yeah, like there are so many games that are doing everything now. Like why can't Pokemon? Um, over to my good column, I obviously the action-oriented gameplay is a big improvement. Um, the mount traversal adds a needed, much-needed layer to the open-world aspect of the game. Uh, without that, I think I would be much more critical of the game because I like how each different type of mount enables you to do something a little bit different. Yeah. Um, I did say side quests feel meaningful and often are providing progression. Again, I can't really cite any specific examples now because it's been a few weeks, but um, I do remember appreciating the the side quests. The the town that you start in uh, definitely grows as you do things in the game, which is nice to see. It's nice to see that progression. Yeah, I always like that. I always appreciate appreciate that in games where your efforts are reflected in the environment that yep. you exist in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did have some questions. I don't know how much more time we want to spend on Pokemon. We're fine. Fire it away. Yeah. What does evolution do? What do you mean? It's like a pop. It's like power up. It's basically just boosting their ability scores. Yeah. yeah they Again, like it just seems. It just seems like a missed opportunity. I don't know. What? It, so you think basically, it's a opportunity. <laughs> I think you can do more with it. What do you want? I I I don't know. But again, like. It's it's everybody treats it like it's such a big deal, but it just amounts to a stat boost. Well, they change, get different abilities, like change how though? Uh their typings can change. Okay, that's kind of that's a little different. That's that's more what I mean, like so like if you have Piplup, it's a water pokemon, but when it becomes Empoleon, it becomes the water steel pokemon. Okay. All right, that makes a little more sense. I thought it was literally just like plus 5 to strength, you know. But if there's a little bit more going on, then I think it's a, it makes sense. Well, it's like a it's not like a minor stat boost either. It's like a substantial like power up. Is it still the case where withholding evolution can be beneficial? I don't think so. If you're doing maybe competitive battling and like uh, a Pokemon loses a, like a specific ability that it has, maybe. Um, but no, I don't think holding it back really help helps it out okay. it's not like ash holding pikachu back from becoming a raichu because it has a friendship is a thing 
Cool. Okay. Um, and then my last two questions are kind of tied together, so I'll just ask them together. Uh, do you guys know what the greater Pokemon timeline is, and why are there the the familiar Pokemon from like Red and Blue? Do they normally have the familiar Pokemon? Uh, each generation has a mix of new Pokemon and old Pokemon. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, that all varies. This takes place like this is the first technical poker Pokemon game on the timeline. It's, apparently it's before pokeballs like a hundred yeah a hundred years right it's yeah something like that hundred years before the first for red and blue hundred years before all that rich lore storytelling <laughs> <laughs> i wonder to what extent to cory the anime and and associated stuff maybe fills in some of the blanks there yeah that's a good point um I'm sure. I'm sure it does, but to some extent, story, to a minor extent, at least. Yeah, I'm not going to. Uh, probably won't go down that path. I've, some of the anime is good shows. <laughs> I know, sure. but I watch enough of them, you know, between all the Star Wars shows I watch and all the Dragon Ball stuff I watch. You only you only watch so much of that stuff before people start to worry about you. Yeah. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, any other thoughts on Pokemon? It's Pokemon true. Legends Arceus? Um, no. No. Okay. Uh, do you want to talk about Project or uh, Triangle Strategy real quick, Corey? Brief first impressions. Yeah. Um, I played the demo. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, my game did come yesterday. It did end oh, up coming, which good. was a nice surprise because it was supposed to come yesterday. And then all of a sudden I checked Amazon and it said arriving Sunday by 10 p.m. or something. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Because my wife is actually going out of town today. Um, so I have a, a video game day to myself. Nice. Uh, and I was really looking forward to chomping in. But um, when I played through the demo, I thought to myself, this this could this has potential to be one of my favorite games ever. Okay. Um, and it's re- it, it's rough in areas. I'm not gonna say it's not. There. Um, I think one of the most glaring issues for me is um the. I don't want to say bad voice acting because that's not fair to some of the performers that I think are really good. So I'll just say uneven yeah. voice acting that often takes me out of it. It was the um, same way a little bit with Octopath Traveler, I thought. Yeah, and I, I, I think, I can't remember, Dan. Will and I were talking about this, but in Octopath Traveler, was everything scripted or was it only certain spots? I don't feel, I don't think everything was scripted in Octopath. Um, or voice, uh, voiced. I think all the story bits were. I think, like, if you were wandering around a village and talking, I think it was the type of thing where they, the the NPC would say, like, hey, and then it would just be, like, text after that, you know? Okay. Um, but it's been a few yeah, years. Yeah, so I, I think, you know, the imagination is a powerful tool, right? Um, it's why people still read books as opposed to playing a video game or watching a movie or something you know the the imagination can really fill in the gaps and i i hate to say it but i think in some cases like they would have been better off just not voicing over um that's how much the 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 poor voice acting takes me out of the game um maybe there's an option to turn it off i did read that there are there is a japanese voiceover too so maybe i'll just switch to japanese and keep the subtitles um 
might do a better job of, of keeping me immersed in the game. But I think um, the biggest question out there was like, how how am I going to feel about this game being a huge fan of Final Fantasy Tactics? Right. And I, for me, I think it really captures that nostalgia. Totally. So check mark, check mark there, which was, you know, mission number, mission directive number one, you know. Um, so I'll give it credit there. Um, it does some really interesting things with the storytelling in that it's different. Every playthrough is going to be different. Um, the characters that join your team there are many and you never know what action you take is going to prevent or allow a certain character from joining your party um the scales of conviction is the likes the storytelling choice stuff that you have throughout the game um i I don't know i don't want to get too deep on all my points but i just think generally this game is right up my alley yeah right there Totally agree. Uh, I will add that one of the things I like about it is it seems like it, at least from what I've played so far, and I'm not super far in, maybe four or five hours. I don't know how long the game ultimately is. Um, But it seems like it kind of takes the next step with um, terrain interaction that I I didn't feel like you got a lot of in Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, And I'll think of an example was, you know, if you lightning strike a character in water, it would do critical damage. Uh, this one takes it a step further with stuff being flammable and setting squares on fire or covering squares with, with ice. Uh, you know, if, if you have an, an ice spell and you put ice on a square and then fire over it, it melts to water. And then, you know, if they're standing in it, then the lightning will do damage. So uh, I think that's that's kind of a cool, uh, not not necessarily next step, but, it, you know, it just makes sense from a tactical standpoint to, to put that stuff into the game. Well- and 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 I think like when you're making a basically a tribute game, and I, 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 I don't want to um, discredit the developers or anything, but that's how this game feels. Mm-hmm. When you're doing that, like I think having those extra layers in the game are really crucial because keep in mind it's 2022. Final Fantasy Tactics came out in 1997. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, there should be some nice, cool additions. And what you're describing, Dan, with the terrain interaction and the elements. It reminded me of what we saw in Divinity, um, a game that really nailed that aspect of combat, strategic yeah. combat, is including the elements. Um, so I agree. That was a really welcome addition. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, probably next week we'll have an episode on that, maybe two weeks, depending on what we decide to do. I want to do an episode on Horizon, uh, Will, so... Maybe that'll Better. be next week, and, and, and Triangle Strategy will be the, the week after. So, um, yeah, we'll talk more about that later. Uh, anyone play anything else that they want to talk about? Horizon. Do you want to do, you want to do brief impressions of Horizon? Uh, this is the greatest game ever. <laughs> nice. I'll just leave it at that. Think being when... hyperbolic? No, think when you played Mass Effect 2 after Mass Effect 1 the first time, and you said, wow. This yeah. is... That's how the feeling I had. Oh, Same with okay. Assassin's Creed 2. Um, like Red Dead Redemption 2 versus Red Dead Redemption 1. Like, so that this game... Yeah, I think it's... I actually... I don't like to get into review score stuff, but I actually kind of laughed that uh, people were docking Horizon for... Um, performance issues, which it has not that many of, but like Elden Ring on PC apparently is pretty bad, but that's getting a 97. 
I don't know. I just don't like that uh, hypocritical reviewing process. This is why I don't sure. look at review scores because I think it's um, I think it's stupid. It's bunk. It is. Yeah. It is. It's it's a little arbitrary. I mean, that's yeah. why we don't really we we kind of ballpark it sometimes, but we don't focus on our own review we, scores. Too we much. give like a, a heat score, like how much do you like it out of a ten, and it's not comprehensive, you know. Yeah. Like if you had to rate it on a scale of one to ten on how much you like a game what would it be you know uh then yeah. this would be a 10 nice yeah this it's got one of the best worlds ever too there's just so much to talk about um but if we're gonna do an episode on it i will definitely save it <coughs> so big fan of horizon and i recommend everybody play it yeah um i went when you were talking about it a little bit earlier, I googled PlayStation Fives again. <laughs> yeah, like, really close. I wish you guys all had PlayStation Fives to play these games. I'm sure I'll get one eventually. Yeah, doesn't make much do sense that. to get an Xbox, in my opinion, at this point. Oh, as nice as Game Pass is. Well, it's it's just that all their all their major releases are coming out on PC. I've got a gaming PC, so yeah. Yep. A game yeah, lap- yeah. laptop, I should say. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I definitely like when Eric was gonna get a console. I wanted to tell him to get a PlayStation, but they're so hard to get. Yeah. That it's just like, guys, uh, Eric really wants to play Elden Ring. He's not gonna really sit down and play a lot of these uh, first-party Sony games, so probably Xbox is the better route for him. Yeah. But Game Pass um, too. Yeah. Um, I but Sony's I do think. Out theirs, but. <sighs> I hope they don't. I have a lot of thoughts on that, okay. but I, I, I hope that, uh, or I, I basically tell everybody that if you can get a PlayStation, just get that over an Xbox at this point. Cause in my opinion, other than game pass, I don't really think Xbox is given cause people hate halo now, apparently. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Apparently there, ha- they said there's going to be content updates in January. It's March and they haven't updated that, that they're, they're not coming yet. I don't know. Oh boy. Yeah. It's, it's bad. <laughs> Well, I stopped playing because I lost interest. So yeah, maybe, they're, maybe, maybe they're uh, maybe they're onto something with their complaints. Yeah, I'm sorry to think. Yeah, that they probably are at this point. So, um, but uh, yeah, I won't get too much into Horizon. I'll wait until we do an episode. Okay, Corey, do you have anything else? No, just uh, enjoying playing some good new games. It's nice. <clears throat> yeah, it is. Um, Will, do you have anything? Any other new games that you've been playing that you want to talk about? Um. No, not really. I don't think so, at least. Okay. Uh, the only other thing I, I played, and it was just very brief. Oh, there's two quick things I'll talk about that, that I played. Uh, before, I th- was it before Pokemon came out? I don't know. But I, I <clears throat> excuse me, on a whim, decided to reinstall Guild Wars 2 and play a little Guild Wars 2. Nice. Um, yeah, game's awesome still. <clears throat> it's still, in my opinion, it does the best mmorpg world uh you know i I had forgotten most about the game because it's been a couple years now since i played it maybe like five years um but how good the world events are that happen and how they rotate and how they you know if you complete the events it it evolves into another event and evolves into another event and spawns a boss like that's just so well done And, and i still feel like even now there's the that there's no there's no comparison to to any of the other games that are out there um, that that do it as well as as Guild Wars Two has. <coughs> Excuse me, um, 
So yeah, go ahead, Corey. No, I was just I was gonna say I've I've been chomping at the chomping at the bit isn't the right way, but I've had a hankering to play uh, an MMORPG, mm-hmm. and obviously Guild Wars is on my short list because it's one of the one of the greatest ones of all time. Yeah. Um, but the other ones <laughs> I keep going back to are the ones that are you know based on the familiar IPs, the Lord of the Rings Online. Oh sure. Um, I still have a hankering to go back and play Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls, yep, Elder Scrolls Online and Star Wars. Like those are the three that keep coming back in my head and i'm like man if i just had some first of all if i had a decent pc um a gaming pc i should say that'd be great to play it on but um also the time factor is yeah that's why i didn't i i just wanted to dabble in something while i think i was before elden ring came out uh before elden ring came out and after i beat pokemon i wanted i wanted i didn't want to start anything new so i just excuse me uh installed guild wars 2 to 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 dabble a little bit yeah uh, another thing I played actually is uh, speaking of MMORPGs, is Star Wars Galaxies. There what? is a restoration project uh, free to download. Wow. So I, I played a little bit of Star Wars Galaxies for I don't know maybe an and? hour. Does it hold up? No, it does not hold up. Um, <laughs> uh, that could just be because I haven't played Star Wars Galaxies in fifteen years or whatever, and uh, <clears throat> I didn't know I didn't remember how to do anything. Um, there's, you know, not much help at the beginning. You start off really weak at the beginning. I think, you know, as, you know, if I decided to keep playing it as, as I get more into it and sort of remember how it plays and stuff, I, I think I would probably, probably like it a little bit better, but, um, yeah, it's, it was, it was, uh, nostalgic. The, the sounds and all this, all that stuff, you know, brought me back. Oh man. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. Do you think they, um, not to go rehash all this stuff but do you think they closed the door too soon on that game do you think it still would have had legs if they stuck it out uh i mean it's hard to know really they they ultimately they changed it to match the new trilogy because it came out around when the was it did it come out a little bit before the final game in the the new trilogy or the, the final movie in the new trilogy so they that wanted to right. they wanted to capitalize on all the new star wars fans yeah like 2002 2003 <clears throat> yeah somewhere in there yeah so it, you know it's i don't know i so, so they that that's when they 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 changed it you know uh, yeah. So I don't I don't know if it would would have still had legs or not, but it definitely was a game that was ahead of its uh, ahead of its time. Uh, I feel to like this day too. You think too? Yeah, I mean, I don't, there's not too many other games that do things that the the only one I can think of is New World that kind of did the hundred percent uh, player run economy and not a loot based economy. Um, mm. <clears throat> but you know, it, that's New World's had its own issues with its economy. I don't know that that anything was as robust as the star Wars galaxies economy was. So that'd be a good job to kind of make your own, like a uh, video game economist who studies yeah. that stuff and provides suggestions to developers. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that's coming with the, with the whole, uh, you know, metaverse thing kind of starting to starting in, a, in its infancy. That's, that'll probably be a thing at some point. Yeah. Good point. See if you can get a video game economy to run better than Russia's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was cool. Um, and I think that's all all I played. Right? Yeah. 
So, uh, any other thoughts before we close out the episode? No, I'm I'm excited. The uh, between Elden Ring and Triangle Strategy, I have a lot of adventure ahead of me. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I've been very pleased with my game purchases. I'm I'm making a concerted effort to buy more new games this year because last year I didn't really, I hardly bought any games. So. Yeah, same. Uh, so next week's episode will probably be Horizon Forbidden West. Will you good? What Saturday? day do we want to do it? Saturday. Saturday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it has to be earlier, I don't care. No, that's good. I'll okay. wake up in time this or on time this time. Okay. Uh, all right. So that'll do it for episode five hundred three of Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm Will. Ori. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement.